the reviews are in, and we're going to tell you what they are. He's Todd Vandenberg. I'm Rob Steele, and we've got a bit of news, and it's all comic book movie related. Yay for us. Uh, Start off with the Marvel stuff, which is, it's not so much news as it is a theory brought about by the least liked uh, Marvel movie so far, Thor 2. The Lost World, or no, that wasn't The Lost World. That What, what the hell was Thor 2? I've forgotten. <laughs> the Dark World. The Dark World, which is like The Lost World. People wanted it to be The Lost World because they didn't like they that did. one. Which, it wasn't hideous, but anyway. It, it all okay, yeah, goes around to uh, a scene where our friend Eric Selvig, the naked guy at Stonehenge, yeah, him, uh, <laughs> has this big whiteboard where he's trying to explain the multiverse. And there's one big thing he has written on it called The Fault. And a lot of people are now speculating that The Fault, which exists in the comics and has a lot to do with multiple universes and the X-Men in particular, that's how they're going to introduce the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. They've been part of the multiverse and they've been around the whole time. But because they're not in the mainstream MCU, that's why they weren't in Endgame or Infinity War, or anything until now. Which means, this is like the eighth theory that goes back to Thor 2. Which means now you have to go back and watch it, even if you didn't like it. So there, ha, I guess. I think Kevin Feige is putting these rumors out himself just to make people watch Thor, The Dark World. Which, I like. I liked it, but yeah, it's not the best Marvel movie by far. But again, because the bar is so high. I mean, if that was a DC movie, people would be like, wow, this is really good. Because it doesn't Ow. suck. So, you know, it's the truth. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, I mean, it's not as good as Wonder Woman. Very true. But considering Wonder Woman is the best that DC has done so far and would be like a mid-range Marvel movie. So, yeah, yeah it's it, all it's, relative. Compared to any, Dark World is like, wow, what the hell is this? But compared to most comic book movies, yeah, it's a good flick. Didn't have the they best bad guy. Well, Although we loved Christopher Eccleston. I was just going to say, they totally wasted Christopher Eccleston. Totally wasted him. It's like, what were you thinking? Although this did uh, does kind of think, make us think about the the villains in the Marvel movies. And you found a new guy who wants to be a villain in a movie that they're not even considering making yet. Yes, this is so weird. Uh, Matt Damon, people may know him as... Ben Affleck's buddy. Yes, as the as the bro of, of Daredevil. As an, and Matt Damon actually was being considered for Daredevil, and then Baff, Affleck wound up taking the part for what that's worth. Uh, apparently, Matt Damon really likes comic book hero movies. He's been in a couple, despite the fact that he wasn't Daredevil. He was in Deadpool 2, I believe. Not fun, 2. And definitely played Loki. Although he played Loki in a play, which is kind of insane. But anyway, he reached out. Not Marvel reached out to him. He reached out to Marvel stating he would really love to be in the Daredevil movie, which isn't a thing. Uh, Everyone's just assuming it's going to be a thing, including Matt Damon. He wants to play, not Daredevil, he wants to play Mr. Fear, which I had to look up because I didn't remember the character Mr. Fear. He's only been around since the 70s. And for considering that he is the antagonist for... The Man Without Fear, probably a, subtitle. Probably a pretty appropriate uh, villain. Uh, he looks a heck of a lot like Taskmaster. They'll have to change that because Taskmaster is going to show up on s- some type of screen soon in the Black Widow movie. 
So I'm sure they'll change the design, but very interesting that Matt Damon says, hey, I want to be the main villain in a movie you guys are only rumored to be making. So Matt Damon is an awesome actor. He would be excellent, <clears throat> pardon me, in whatever role he chooses. And, you know, who knows if this is going to happen. But the fact that Damon reached out, this is not fan service where people think, oh, you know, it'd be great. It's like, this is Matt Damon saying, oh, this would be great. Oh, ooh, pick me, pick me. Exactly. Very, very cool. Uh, is it? Yeah, it's news, but it's not exactly, oh, this is definitely going to happen because the movie is not even happening yet. remotely going to happen. So there's nothing definite about that. Will it happen? Yeah, of course it will. Will it start yeah. Charlie Cox? Yeah, of course it will. Because Kevin Feige says he loves Charlie Cox and he wants to do something. So, yeah, uh, maybe it's going to be, you know, a Disney Plus series. Who knows how, what form it's going to take. But eventually Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil again. We know that's going to happen. But Which, Matt Damon as Mr. Fear? Who knows? But that would be very cool. I, I would love that. I like that. the idea of it being a uh, Disney Plus series. Although, I mean, I would oh love it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I would love that. And, and of course, we have to have Vincent D'Onofrio as the oh, Punisher because, my God. King, Kingpin. Kingpin. And this is why, it, to me, it should be a movie. Well, you know, it could be, it, it could be a Disney Plus series. But Kingpin is a Spidey villain just as much as he is a Daredevil villain. So you can branch those two together. And Spidey and Daredevil teamed up. Good God. I don't I know they, how many I times. They were, when, when I started collecting comics, I thought they were actually a group. Yeah, practically. Daredevil and Spidey was just the smallest group in... in <laughs> right. You know, two, the two probably best-known street-level heroes in the Marvel Universe. And they both are in New York. So, yeah, kind of would make sense that they would team up, run across the game, same kind of stuff. So, And it was yeah. a, awesome. It's an awesome partnership. I mean, it, it, their powers are so different. And Daredevil is so much more mature and thoughtful and Spidey's just kind of like out there because Spidey's a He's kid. A teenager. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a, just a fantastic partnership. They could do so much with the, a film version of that. Tom Holland, Charlie Cox is like, man, that, that, you just know it would work. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, mean, that's, I, I love the idea. I love that idea more than the Black Widow movie, which is coming. And I'm really looking forward to that more than whatever the next iteration of the Avengers. I mean, that would just be amazing to see that happen. <coughs> Matt Thank Damon. You, your villain number two, working on the side for Kingpin. Hopefully that would be awesome. Anyway. You know, something else we'd like to see, and I'm switching from Marvel to DC, so bear with me. How dare you? Uh, we all, both, both of us and, and, and millions of other people really like Batman the Animated Series, which we would love yes. to see more of, but they're yes. not technically making any more. I say technically yes. because, and we don't really bring this up on the show, uh, there actually is a new comic book called Batman The Adventure Continues, which is yes. Batman the Animated Series, the next season. And if you, you know, it, it's uh, available from DC online. They're cheap. Go, then they've only got four issues so far. Go get these if you liked Batman the Animated Series and wanted more, because this is the more you wanted. And, you know, I'll, I'll throw some more enticing stuff at you. Two of the four books so far have Deathstroke in them, which is <laughs> a character so cool. we never got in the in the animated series. They wanted to throw him in. And I have actually picked these up. I think they're really cool. And I'm as I'm reading them, I've got the voices of the characters in my head reading the lines. <laughs> so 
which is fantastic. That works. And I think that's a great way to continue some Batman stuff as opposed to something that was highly rated, even though I think neither of us particularly cared for the series. Uh, Batwoman is having some trouble this week in that um, Ruby Rose, the lead actress of The Batwoman. Who is excellent. I don't care for the show, but she's great. She is. And you know what? She's going to go off and do something else now. She's not coming back for Batwoman season two. Oh, snap. Uh-oh. Um, now, there was a lot of rumor that went around until a, a semi-definitive story came out that said it wasn't 100% her decision. It was kind of like a breakup. Um, let's see, quote, she wasn't happy really? working with or working on the show. And that and did that make her fun to work with? No. So everyone decided it would be in the best interest of the show. And for all concerned, if they parted ways, it just wasn't a good fit. Um, This goes along with the rumors that she was really good at doing it, but didn't uh, anticipate how much work it would be doing a TV series as regular as this is, the long hours. And she didn't really care for living in Vancouver, where the show was filmed. So... Bad news well, for what's left of the Arrowverse? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, to me, those aren't really great reasons. I mean, you should kind of understand. You would think people would understand how much work a TV series is. Because uh, they've been making TV shows for, I don't know, since the 40s. Uh, and it's unfortunate she doesn't like it, living in Vancouver. Having never been there, I can't say anything about it. So those are kind of like, eh, it seems Go Canucks. questionable reasons. Okay. But... You know, at the same time, it's her life. I mean, if she thinks as like, oh, man, this is just a hell of a lot of work for this show. And I could totally get that because the show's not great. Um, I, I haven't been overly impressed with it. Yeah, I have a lot of issues with the shows, but I have a lot of issues with most of the Arrowverse shows. Uh, sometimes the writers don't seem to have read a comic book. And sometimes they don't seem to have logical thoughts running through their head either. So those are issues. Um but Ruby Rose will come out just fine because she's a really, really good actress. Um, Marvel is calling. Marvel needs people to play new characters. Ruby Rose, keep that in mind because I'm sure there are some roles that would be perfect for her. Um, so that would be, but please, not Jean Grey because I don't want to see Jean Grey in a movie for like <clears throat> 20 years. She's going to be good at movies, but. Yeah. But yeah, so that's. Sucks for the Arrowverse, but on the other hand, I don't really care because that show was just, just like... Just eh. don't wear that big red wig as Jean Grey. <laughs> yes. It probably have, she just, probably has it with her. Just I doubt that she does. Um, yeah. Not the only DC movie news, or TV news, but this is movie news. Although it's TV news, because it's coming to HBO Max. Zack Snyder has been given about 20 to $30 million, depending on which report you hear, to finish mm-hmm. the freaking Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie, which is coming to HBO Max next year. Mm-hmm. We can finally shut up about it now. Woohoo! Which we know it's probably going to wind up being about $50 because he tends to like uh, go over budget at times. Uh, and regardless how much how much they spend, you know, as long as it doesn't get to something stupid like $100 million or whatever... Yeah. Uh, they'll get their money's worth out of it in, in subscribers, etc. But uh, again, did you people not see Batman v Superman? 
were you did were you asleep and you somehow think his version of Justice League is going to be better than what we got? Are you kidding me? Well, if Darkseid um, shows up, like they're actually going to put that much back into it. You know, it's going to be trash because Batman, unless he suddenly realized again how to make movies, which he could because he's done some really good movies. But he also did Sucker Punch, which is like, Jesus Christ, that thing is almost as bad as Cats. So, ooh, ooh, you know, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's pretty awful. I didn't say it was uh, that good either, but it wasn't bad as cats. That's, you know, it's this little misogynist 13 year old boy's fantasy of women is like, come on, dude. This thing is terrible. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's good. I'm, I'm not. But, but it's not as bad as cats. Come on. Okay, well, cat as bad as cats. Yeah. Yeah, it's worse yeah. than Catwoman. But uh, we're talking about the Halle Berry version. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll watch it the way I watched cats because I don't want to laugh at how awful it is because it's going to be awful. Your chair with a gun to your head. I can't wait for the big Martha moment in his justice league movie. It's like how ridiculous. Um, in a way it's good though, because supposedly a lot of people want that. I know a lot of people want this now. Are there millions of people who want this? Highly doubtful, but a lot of people want it. It's like, and it's going to be relatively cheap to do. It's I mean, going to get them a big pop, big publicity. Ex- and exactly. Out of it. Yeah, it's fan service. So, you know, this is not a bad thing. It's just, it's an atrocious thing, but it's not a bad thing. Uh, we'll finally get to see, it's like, and who knows, maybe it'll be surprising and maybe it'll be as good as 300, which I like a lot. A lot of people think it's garbage. Watchmen, which I like a lot. A lot of people think it's garbage. Uh, you know, like he's done some really good films and man, it would be terrific. I, I would love to eat my words and say, oh my gosh, I wish this is a movie that had come out. That would be great because then we'd have a really good movie. I have no issue with that. I don't think that's going to happen though. Stay tuned. We'll review it next year. <laughs> we, 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 One we of us will. do it this year because it's not out yet. That's, that's, that's not our fault. It's um, not. <clears throat> Although every so often we do mention some stuff on the show and we say this is really good, but we it's usually for a TV series that is ongoing and we don't come back at the end of the series and go, here's how it ended. Well, as much as we like to avoid spoilers, there's going to be spoilers in this first review. I'm just letting you know. It's kind of safe at this point. Um, I would hope. Well, yeah, because th- this came out several months ago. I'm starting off with a, a DC series called Titans because uh, we talked about season two and how it started off pretty good. And you know what? It ended pretty good ish. <laughs> I would really like to talk with the DC people about this. Cause there, there are some things that they did that, that worked a lot of this series worked and worked well. And that that's great. Let me tell you about some things that didn't work though, that took me out of this. And a lot of them came in the final episode. So here's where your spoilers come in. I'm not going to be long. Skip the show about two minutes. You'll be fine. Um, Although something you know going into this series is after season one, someone needs to buy at least a flashlight so we can see what the hell's going on in this series. It still needs much better lighting. If you're going to spend money on a choreographer, also, spend some money on some lighting so we can see what the hell he's done, because some of these fight scenes on a completely black screen, what the hell is the point of having the choreographer just have them stand next to microphones and go, ooh, uh, punch. <laughs> you know, we don't, you don't need to choreograph anything if we can't 
fucking see it. I'm just saying. Um, now, about this last episode, we finally get introduced to Nightwing, who is the second incarnation of Dick Grayson as a superhero. Yay. I liked Nightwing. And you know what? They even came pretty close on the costume. Oh, I say good. pretty close because it's not quite right. Is it the blue or the red? <clears throat> it's the blue. Perfect. Which is good. I, I, I didn't care for the red. No, um, neither. But it, it's kind of weird that in, let's see, there, there's what, th- 12 or 13 episodes of the season. Um, several episodes before, we're introduced to the name Nightwing. And we see the logo for Nightwing on the side of a prison wall, actually. And then we get to see it on the costume, and it's not the same logo. It, it's 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 basically just two lines. If there's the bird in the middle, that would have made sense seeing it. We didn't see that. Um, and there's two deaths at the end of this They're series. Like well, yes and no, because <clears throat> the deaths <laughs> didn't make any sense. That's the villain for this series is Deathstroke, who I mentioned before. I loved it's the character name. of Deathstroke. I think he's a great character. Um but one thing they seem to have forgotten is Deathstroke has a bit of a healing factor. Not to the same extent of Wolverine or anything, but if you stab him, I don't uh, you know, unless you stab him with a building, you know, I don't think he's going <laughs> to die from it, and yet he did in this. Ouch. Um no, stabbed him with a sword. That's it. Oh, he's dead now. Oh, it wait. It wasn't a magical if... sword or something? Just a sword. Just a sword. Hmm. And hmm. I'll leave a bit of non-spoilery stuff. I'm not going to tell you who stabs him. Here's a hint, though. It's someone who has a sword. <laughs> that would kind of make sense. I wonder who that could be. I wonder. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, this... And it, it's a non... Just just a... Here it is. And that that's it. And you kind of go, that's how you're killing your villain this season. Really? Oh, wow. But yeah, it, it, yeah. it's, it's worse than that, even. <laughs> oh, good. Because Donna Troy... Or Wonder Girl, depends on how you want to look at it. Yes. Uh, she also dies in this season. Well, that's sad. Uh, shortly after Deathstroke. And I got to admit, I'm not really sure why. Because they end up in a situation where a, there's this big lighting tower, and the lighting tower is going to fall <clears throat> because somebody beat the crap out of the bottom of it. Okay, fine. Here it comes. It's falling. It's going to land on Dove, and she's going to be crushed to death because apparently Dove can't move. What? question mark so donna Troy's rushes in as wonder girl does and catches the tower because she's strong and then a wire comes down and electrocutes her question mark this is donna troy who does things with lightning and the 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 lasso of that has lightning attached to it kind of and <sighs> the rubber soled shoes that should keep her from being electrocuted and the invulnerability that goes along with being Wonder Girl that keeps her from being electric. But nope, she gets electrocuted and dies. <laughs> that is so stupid. <laughs> Are we sure? And this yeah. is all in the last episode. Actually, this is all like the last <clears throat> 10 minutes of the last episode. And you kind of go, Are, really? Really? Did you, did you mean to do this this way? See, this is the kind of crap. This is why I stopped watching <laughs> Titans, which I mentioned on the show. This is probably the fifth time I've mentioned it. Yep. But when, when Robin trots merrily down the stairs instead of just jumping off a balcony because he's a freaking acrobat and he's Robin, I stopped watching it. It's like, wow, your writers are awful. And, Jason and so now eyeliner. Wonder Girl gets electrocuted. That makes so much zero sense. Like, oh, God's sakes. Yeah, it, uh, 
Because I'll, I'll admit, I, I liked it a bit better. I'll get over the jumping down the stairs thing, uh, even though I shouldn't. And you've got a very good point. <clears throat> but this last bit, I, I wasn't even a big, particularly big fan of Donna Troy. But she shouldn't have died like that. Because it, it yeah, just exactly. didn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> it's, as we said before, uh, it, it appears sometimes that a lot of these people who are writing these comic book shows have never read the comics. Or like the X-Men movies. It's, you know... Don't get me started. Start at the beginning. Loosely based on characters that kind of look like this. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> vaguely. Um, that's how they look. Uh, wait, the books have pictures? Um, yeah. You know what? If you want to end a series or end a season, because the series is still going to be <clears throat> still going to keep going. Uh, like this next show that I finished watching, because we mentioned The Mandalorian several times. Yes, we did. Uh, but we never really got to the end of it. No, and this is going to be a very short review, and there's not going to be any... I'm, not, I'm going to try to keep this spoiler-free. Right. Except... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's a... Let's finish the series up. Damn, I liked this series. It was a lot of fun. It had uh, a lot of things I wasn't expecting, like the humor in this series uh, was excellent. I'm not going to tell you where this scene takes place, but there is a scene with two uh, two stormtroopers leaning against their speeder bikes. <laughs> talking about how uh i'm talking about oh this mission they're on now and oh all oh, there's crap going on and one of them takes out a blaster and goes oh look there's a there's a flower over there i think i'll shoot it he doesn't say it out loud but you can see it in his non-existent eyes anyway takes the right. blaster starts shooting at the cannot hit the flower <laughs> uh the other one goes what are you doing takes out his blaster he can't hit it either and it's like five feet away that's Funny, because it fits the, ooh, stormtroopers are so precise line that we had from Obi-Wan. No, they're no, they're not. Two reasons for that. John Favreau, the executive producer of the oh, series, yeah. and that particular episode directed by Taika Waititi is like, you got some big hitters in on this series, which is one oh, of the reasons that the series is so good. I mean, a lot of people want the chance to work on Star Wars stuff, but the fact that Favreau was, was in, not involved, that he was creating it it's like solid stuff absolutely this uh <clears throat> it didn't exactly end on a cliffhanger but it had a good ending that's set up for more so you don't have to worry about that bit um everybody gets and, stabbed and everybody gets electrocuted no nah, none of that happens oh wait wrong see there there is <laughs> the introduction of a black lightsaber i'm not going to tell you who has it it could there be is. a good guy it could be a bad guy i'm not going to tell you where although it does make you kind of go well, that looks kind of cool. I like that <laughs> uh, because the effects in this are excellent. <clears throat> yeah. The the acting in it, I think, is is pretty good. Even considering one of the characters has, I mean, our main character, the Mandalorian himself, has what maybe eight lines an episode. Because <clears throat> he's a something like that. It, it's something like that. Yeah. But it works. It, yeah, it works for the character exactly. Um, uh, other actors that are in it, awesome. Uh, Gina Carano, I thought was excellent. She didn't yep. get enough credit. As being a pretty darn good actress, and she's she's excellent in this. Uh, yeah, Watiti. Nothing. It's acting. Very true. Very very little to dislike in this series. I was very very pleased with this because I didn't have much ex didn't exactly have a lot of uh, good expectations for this, despite Favreau creating it. Just because Star Wars has been kind of limp lately, but you know, really, uh, good, really good stuff. And to me, it got better as it went along. It did. Actually, one thing I was going to mention that that got to me, it got weirder as it went along, uh, yes. only in that you don't expect this to happen. 
Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Got progressively. I mean, when he when Baby Yoda first pops up, you go, "Oh, it's so cute." Oh, you're not you're not there yet. It got progressively cuter as the series went along, and I don't know how the hell you do that with a CG enhanced Muppet, but it does, and you just kind of go, "Oh, that's weird." And, and and Baby Yoda becomes a more important character as it goes along too, because at first he's basically just a plot device. He's a prop. Yeah, and <clears throat> becomes really important as as it gets, goes further along. I mean, it is just it's a really really well done series. It was a really nice surprise. I mean, because that's what you want out of a series is like, it doesn't just go on cruise control. It gets better as it goes along. And it totally does. Really looking forward to the second season of The Mandalorian. My, my one complaint about it is Uh-oh. the stuff we're getting about season two. Yes. Because season two, they're done filming. They've been done filming. We are well into post-production on this series. But we still keep getting rumors of, guess who's in season two? Did you know this person's in season two? This person just announced to be (laughs) in season... How can you be just announced for something they filmed months ago? Knock it off, people. We know who's in season two. If not, just just leave it there and let us be surprised. Yes, I would much rather just be surprised. That's my one complaint about it. uh, John Goodman is Jabba the Hutt. Except he lost a lot of weight, so he can't do it. Hang on a minute. Um, (laughs) We're just looking forward to Baby Yoda making that little face at us with a smile again. That's all we're looking for. But let's go from something that is excruciatingly cute to something that I suspect is considerably less cute. It is uh, much less cute. Still animated? There's there's a video game series which still is quite popular not as popular as when it first came out back in like i think the 1870s uh mortal kombat if you are not familiar with mortal kombat again video game series yeah what's it like Uh, to be amish it's (laughs) it's really i'm pretty sure the amish actually recreate this on fridays on stage uh (laughs) super violent video game uh the basis is Warriors from a lot of different areas, different realms, have a, have a tournament. Eventually, whoever wins the tournament gets to control all of the realms. Uh, one particular uh, villain has won nine in a row. If someone wins ten tournaments in a row, they take over everything. So nothing unusual. Just you know, the fate of the world is at balance because that kind of happens in almost all the kind of movies we talk about. This is fairly short. It's an hour and twenty minutes long. Uh, it, I didn't realize until I started watching it, it is from Warner Brothers Animation, which is a really good sign because, as we mentioned earlier, they do a lot of really good work. I uh, don't believe any of the, like Bruce Tim, none of the standard people that we think of with Warner Animation is involved. Doesn't matter. This is really, really good. And it, again, it is subtitled Scorpion's Revenge, and it is all, mostly about the character Scorpion. If you know the game, you know who I'm talking about. If you don't, just bear with me. He's the yellow so, ninja. He's the yes, yellow, he power the yellow ninja. Yes, he is the <laughs> yellow power ranger who sends out the spear and says, get over here. He's like, if you don't want to know I'm talking about, you might want to, you might want to skip the next five minutes of the, of the show. Uh, so it turns out the backstory is he has he was used to be a kind, loving family man, and he was wronged, like really, really severely wronged. So he comes back from the dead not a spoiler if you've ever played the game, uh, for his vengeance. Ignore the trailer. Don't watch the trailer. The trailer barely shows him. The trailer makes it seem like it's a story about three of the main characters in the game, Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, and Johnny Cage. 
it is about them to some extent, but it's about half and half. Half Scorpion's story, half their story, because they're in the tournament and they're wanting to win, blah, blah, blah. Has tons of the characters from the game, so lots of good fan service. Uh, the voice acting is excellent. Joel McHale plays Johnny Cage, which is dead on perfect. Uh, Jennifer Carpenter plays Sonya Blade. Act, voice acting is really, really good. The animation, if you're familiar with the Warner Brothers animation, I'm not talking about Bugs Bunny back in the heyday. I'm talking about the, the new Warner's animation of the DC universe. So it's very stylized, uh, not exactly Disney quality, but it fits for what we're doing. A, a, a note of warning. If you have young children and you uh, <laughs> don't want them to view anything with violence, y- you might want to watch them, have them watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre instead of this. This thing is hyper violent, like crazy levels of violence. I thought like Tarantino, uh, Tarantino wishes he directed this. He doesn't have enough money in the budget for blood for this. Uh, just as far as the violence goes, it's like, holy cow. But you know, the catchphrases are in there, extremely violent. It's definitely R-rated for, you know, if you're one of those people who dismemberment is cool, but language is bad. There's language too. So... That's a weird thing to me, but okay. It's absolutely R-rated. Don't think, oh, it's a kitty cartoon about a video game. No, no, no. Please, on for the love of God, don't think that. However, if you're okay with those things, really good movie. Great storyline as they go through this tournament and as Scorpion at the same time is trying to get his re- revenge. Cool villains pop up. If you played the game, you know all the villains. There's no like big surprises or anything like that. Despite that, the movie does take some interesting twists and turns. I was very, very entertained by this movie. Again, don't watch the trailer. The trailer gives you a terrible picture of what the movie is going to be about. It gives you like a third of what the movie is going to be about. Uh, Not that it has spoilers. It's just pointless. Uh, It is not free. Uh, You have to rent it at this time. It's available on Vudu. It's available on Amazon, a lot of different platforms. But if you like the game, you Toby will love the movie. If you like the first movie, Mortal Kombat, you will probably like this even better. If you manage to like Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which I do kind of like, although it's not a very good movie, you will totally love this movie. Uh, Really, really well done. By the way, if you buy it on Vudu, there are like four uh, behind-the-scenes featurettes, which total almost as long as the running time of the movie itself, which is kind of hilarious. Actually not. They're about like five, ten minutes long. Again, it's short, but it doesn't feel rushed. It feels complete. Hour and 20 minutes. Really, really good movie. Highly recommend if you can stomach like the most gross dismemberments you've ever seen that in an animated film. Uh, highly recommend Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. You know, I'm actually going to throw something else in about, not exactly about Scorpion's Revenge, but I've been seeing a lot about uh, the Please new do. Mortal Kombat video game, which is on its yeah. way. And uh, been kind of thrown off of some of the people that they've been putting in these games because I've lost I lost track of Mortal Kombat around Mortal Kombat Five and I think this is twelve that's yeah. coming out. I remember uh, it's eleven or twelve, but yeah. Uh, Spawn was in it at some point, which I thought was weird. Uh, but this yeah. new version is going to have both the Terminator and RoboCop. Yeah, they're they're doing a lot of crossover licensing, which is smart. But that's I mean, who uh, who doesn't want to see what the fatality is? going to be for robocop i mean that's just kind of a weird thing they released one of those in a video online i will tell you it includes uh if i remember the name of this correctly it's an ed 209 (laughs) that would make sense um 
if you remember your original RoboCop, you'll know what I'm talking about. So that's beautiful. Yeah, this movie is full of just like I said, it's hyper violent. It's way, way out there. Like Tokyo Gore Police level, except worse. <laughs> it's just it's Ow. it's so violent. It's hilarious. Uh, and they have the x-rays and, and the fatalities. It's just, it's, it's, it's great. Again, if you like Mortal Kombat, really good. And if you've never played the game, but if you like uh, adventure movies and you're into animation, again, totally like it. Not exactly Miyazaki, uh, but it's really fun. Uh, no. <laughs> I saw the trailer and went, oh, no, I'm good. Uh, the, the trailer barely, barely touches Barely touches the level of violence. Like I said, it's. I see, that's it's, what I suspected because I watched the trailer yeah. and went, "Oh my god, no, um, I'm good." Yeah, it's it's so over the top. It's it's just oh my god, but fun. <clears throat> so so uh, in, in amidst all this violence, were there many extractions? <laughs> you are so you are so clever. Uh, there 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 are a few extractions. <laughs> there are a few extractions towards the end, and thank you for that segue into an, another movie and this one is on netflix <clears throat> so if you're a subscriber to netflix it's free because you already paid for it uh this has it's not a comic book film but it has a lot of ties to that arena it's directed by sam hargrave you probably don't recognize the name because to be honest i didn't really recognize the name until a few weeks ago when i heard the story about this movie stunt coordinator for most of the marvel films He's done a really good job uh, for most of those Marvel films, but he's always wanted to be a director. So he had a few friends help him out with his dream, like Joe Russo, who wrote a screenplay and said, Sam, Mr. Hargrave, here, here's a screenplay. Oh, by the way, I'll produce this film for you. Let's go ahead and do a movie. And oh, yeah, I got this guy who played Thor. You might want to cast him. So, yes, this stars Chris Emsworth. In a film which, uh, say, Denzel Washington has probably done this movie like four or five times. Uh, <laughs> a, a mercenary. And, and by the way, they're all good because he's freaking Denzel Washington. But just, so, uh, just to add the segue in, the movie was called what again? <laughs> Extraction. See, there we go. <clears throat> yes. Extraction. So, again, Chris Hemsworth plays a mercenary who does whatever he needs to do for whatever money, etc. Because that's what a mercenary is. So he's trying to extract a child who has been kidnapped by the leader of a drug cartel, which, again, Denzel Washington has done this movie several times. I mean, this, it's a very kind of... 106 by my count. Yeah, plot that we've seen a lot. But a lot of these movies are very well done. Uh, a bit of a twist here. Uh, for one thing, it's Chris Hemsworth, so that's nice. Uh, the real twist, though, is that the child who's been abducted is the son of another drug cartel leader. So you have this whole thing of, okay, the child is innocent, but he's being paid by a leader of a drug cartel to free his son. And should this guy be rewarded because his son was kidnapped because he's evil as hell and has killed a lot of people himself? You know, it's so you have this running in the background. They don't really focus on it, but it's there. Um, so Chris Hemsworth takes the job. And surprise, surprise, he takes the kid. If you think that's a spoiler, you've never heard of movies. So, yeah. But, of course, there are double crosses because, again, movies. But it's it's very, very well done. Uh, not surprisingly, the action scenes are really well done. Hello, Sam Hargrave. Uh, lots of gunfire. So it's really violent. Uh, on a scale of, let's see, on a, on a scale 
of Sound of Music to Mortal Kombat, Scorpion's Revenge, it's a seven. So it's pretty violent. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat is like a 14. But really good film. Uh, you, basically, you're just following Hemsworth, uh, his path. He does a lot of really good acting in this. It's not just an action film. You know, he's fighting his demons because, again, movies and it fits. But he's really, really good. He has some really strong emotional scenes. Uh, movie takes a few twists that you don't expect, which is really nice to see. Uh, the cast, mostly people you probably haven't heard of because it is... Where was it filmed? It takes place in India. <coughs> And mostly an Indian cast because that would make sense. I mean, you don't cast Matt Damon to you know to play a, a unless you're an doing Indian an guy. Egyptian film, then it's okay for everyone to be white. Yeah, exactly. Huh? So, but the cast is excellent. The action sequences are very good, and the movie really has a nice has a really good emotional core because again, he's battling his demons, so he really feels that. And when it gets to the point that hmm. Maybe he won't get paid after all. He still feels that, you know, he has to do this to save this kid. Uh, and the relationship between him and the kid is is very well done because it's, it's kid's like a high school senior. So he's not like a little kid. And they don't have this, oh, it's a sweet emotional connection kind of a deal. I mean, it's very organic how it develops. So it, it's not like hackneyed like some of these movies are. are. So not the ones with Denzel because those are all really good. But for a movie that just pops up on Netflix and for a first-time director, surprisingly good film. Surprisingly good film. And the ending, I expected the ending, but not quite the way it happened. And it's one of these films that kind of leaves things open. And it's uh, there, a, a quick story about this. Apparently, the person who is in charge of procurement for Netflix was talking to them about this after they screened it. And they had different reactions, very different reactions to the ending. So, so he said, you know, there's intellectual satisfaction and there's emotional satisfaction that you can get from an ending. You know, how do you feel about it as opposed to what did you think about it? Which makes sense. You know, is this logical? Is this what you really wanted to see? So they changed the ending a little bit. And I think it was for the better. Um, and again, it's not so much that, well, it, it tested this way, so we better do this. It was just more that once they thought about it, it's like, yeah, let's do this. So there's a little scene that's tacked on, but it doesn't feel tacked on. It absolutely works for the movie to me. So highly recommend Extraction on Netflix. Stars Chris Hemsworth. Uh, should be really easy to find because it's for a while it's going to pop up in those 10 most popular whatevers. So very good stuff. Set up for Extraction 2, the root canal? Potentially. Okay. He'd be an awesome dentist too because he would not use Novocaine. He would just like go in there and... Pop that sucker out. See, there we go. And and see, we're, we started off with something from Thor 2. Now we're back to a, 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 just a Chris Hemsworth movie. So we've Indeed. come full circle, including Mr. Fear and a couple of Deathstrokes. So, yeah, that I think this is probably a good point to uh, wrap up the show. But we'll be back next week with probably some stuff that uh, it's not as comic book related because I think everything was at some point today. And we it have was. a 75% like rate on this show, which is good. That is good. What, Mandalorian, Scorpion's Revenge, Extraction. We liked them. Titans 2. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Donna Troy died from <laughs> Because that makes sense. You know what? <laughs> the COVID thing is still out there. So just for safety purposes, stay home and watch a movie. 
Captain, we're losing power in the warp engines. I think we should be leaving now. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Uh, and on that unusually harmonious bombshell, it is time to end. I am very disappointed. Man, we have a weird job. It's shameful, but uh, eh, it's a living. And like that, he's gone. Holy crimson skies of death!